and welcome to this edition of Cronkite News To Go. I'm Jonah Harkle. It's Thursday, October 31st, 2019. Here are your top stories from around Arizona, brought to you by Cronkite News. Attendees at a forum on the future of electric transportation this week got to test drive some new electric vehicles and learn about improvements to existing technology. Fans of electric cars also reaffirmed their commitment to pushing residents and leaders across Arizona to transition from gas-powered to electric cars. Drivers like John Morrill are making the switch because of the positive environmental effects. Morrill's main concern was the price to replace the electric battery, but he's not as concerned anymore. Because of all of the, uh, the places that are putting up battery factories worldwide, uh, I'm expecting that if I had to get a replacement battery 10 years from now, it probably would cost less than half of what, uh, what we'd expect it to do now. There is a growing concern that an increase in used or dead batteries could negatively impact the very environment electric cars are working to save. But Travis Madsen with the Southwest Energy Efficient Project says that worn out batteries won't outweigh the environmental benefits of driving electric vehicles. I think that batteries will have a second life outside the car. So there's already examples of places where the companies are putting them in warehouses and plugging them into the electricity grid where they can you know, provide a place to store extra wind power, extra solar power, or provide other services that our electricity system needs to operate. Regardless of the debate over environmental impact, there was consensus at the summit that Arizona needs more charging stations. The state currently has upwards of 450 charging stations compared to nearly 6,000 in California. An Arizona elected official accused of running a human smuggling scheme has pleaded not guilty to federal charges in Arkansas. Authorities say that Maricopa County Assessor Paul Peterson illegally paid mothers from the Marshall Islands in the Pacific to give birth in the states, later giving their children up for adoption. Peterson, after entering his plea, was released on a $100,000 bond and fitted with an ankle monitor. He also faces charges in Arizona as well as Utah. The Maricopa County Board of Supervisors has already voted to suspend Peterson without pay for 120 days. 42 bodies have been pulled from what appears to be a mass grave located near the seaside town of Puerto Penasco. The town, located in the Sonoran Desert, is often referred to as Rocky Point by American tourists. The Sonoran State Prosecutor's Office has announced that the pit initially contained a dozen bodies, but digging over the weekend has revealed an additional 30 sets of remains, the majority being complete skeletons. The burial pit was originally found by groups of volunteers, known as the Searching Mothers of Sonora, as well as the Searchers of Puerto Penasco. The 2020 U.S. Census is set to get underway officially the 1st of April. Cronkite News reporter Ellie Nakamoto-White recently went to La Familia Cuenta, a summit that aims to increase the number of Hispanic and Latino families that participate in the annual census. 
On Wednesday, dozens of representatives from across the country gathered to discuss new ways to encourage people to take part in the 2020 U.S. Census. Kathy Lacey is the Denver Regional Director for the U.S. Census Bureau. It's critically important for three reasons, power, knowledge, and money. Starting in 2020, Lacey says people can go online to fill out the census questionnaire. For the first time, people can go online. It's a mail, it's an envelope that people receive and it says Census 2020 on it. It's through that paper questionnaire or that paper invitation that people receive that they will get the link. Officials like Lacey want to reiterate how important the census is. It's a key tool used to accurately determine congressional representation in the U.S. Information taken from the 2020 census will also be used to determine the amount of federal dollars allocated to states and specific counties. Ellie Nakamoto-White, Cronkite News. Thank you again, Ellie, for that story. We've got Cronkite News, weather reporter Jordan Evans in the studio today. And Jordan, it's been quite a cold morning. You are absolutely right, Jonah. In fact, what's really interesting is all this week, we were talking about how today could have been our coldest October morning we have seen in 44 years. That is if our low makes it down to 43 degrees. We'll have to check and see if that was the case for today. The good news is for your Halloween forecast, we're warming things back up into the mid-70s, just a little bit warmer than what we saw yesterday. So trick-or-treaters, still going to need those jackets. You want to layer up on the costumes as well as temperatures fall off sharply. Once that sun goes down, our air is so dry, it just cannot hold in the heat much longer. In fact, what's also really interesting, Jonah, is our dew points are in the negatives, which means we would have to cool our air temperature all the way down to below low zero in order to get any form of precipitation here in the valley. That just shows you how cold and dry our air is currently. But good news is heading to the weekend, temperatures warm back up to near normal, expecting highs in the 80s starting tomorrow. Thanks again to Jordan for that weather update. And now for a correction. In Monday's briefing, we talked about leaving pumpkins outside your house. We incorrectly stated the legality of doing that. Arizona Game and Fish says the act of intentionally attracting wildlife by putting a pumpkin outside your home is illegal. We had help today from Mariah Gallegos, Jordan Evans, and Ellie Nakamoto-White. They're all Cronkite news reporters who work to make today's edition of CN2Go possible. You can learn more about the stories you heard in today's update by going to cronkitenews.azpbs.org. That's all today for Cronkite News To Go. I'm Jonah Harkle. Have a wonderful Thursday, a happy Halloween, and we'll see you tomorrow for another daily briefing.